beloved of God, this is Father Michael along with the rest of the team of the God Minute. Thank you for joining us in prayer today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord is risen. The Lord has risen indeed. Alleluia. Psalm 9 Lift my spirits that I may be of use. I give thanks with my whole heart for every rock of the earth, every star of the sky. I will rejoice in you and be glad and sing psalms to your name, O Most High. I praise you for your presence in my heart, O God, which makes me strong and unafraid. You are a refuge for the oppressed and troubled. Those who put their trust in you are comforted. Whisper in my heart, O God, for I am tormented by difficulties and discouraged by the awful state of the world. Lift my spirits so that I may be of use and trap the wicked with the works of their own hands. Help me to set things right so that the needy are not forgotten and the poor have hope. For we were created in your image, and our life should be a blessing to us all. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verse 27. Do not work for food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him the Father, God, has set his seal. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Some friends of mine were recently relaying to me what they called the refrigerator saga. Several weeks back, their main refrigerator in their home went out, causing so much of their food to be spoiled. They were making do, and they were looking forward to the arrival of the next refrigerator, and in the meantime were using a small fridge in their basement. They returned home from a much-anticipated vacation to learn that that fridge, too, also went out, causing all of that food to be spoiled. The inconvenience and the waste were a nuisance, to say the least. In today's reading, Jesus tells us, Do not work for food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life. When we work for food that perishes, Inevitably, there will be some waste, there will be some frustration, there will be exhaustion. But this counsel of Jesus follows the feeding of the 5,000, at which the people were fed and were satisfied, not because of anything that they did. This consequently amazed the people and caused them to follow Jesus all the way to the other side of the lake, 
and it becomes the introductory piece to his Bread of Life discourse. Throughout the Bread of Life discourse, Jesus reveals his identity. He shares that he is the bread that will give us eternal life, and that unless we eat his flesh and drink his blood, we have no life within us. That discourse that Jesus offers throughout John chapter 6 separates fans from followers and true disciples. In fact, some of them say, This saying is hard. Who can believe it? And it is the cause of them walking away from following Jesus. His teaching is difficult because it runs contrary to the human experience to this point, and even our human experience. We're so used to working for things, of making things ourselves, of taking care of our own needs, that we have to toil for the bread that we will eat, that nothing comes for free, that I have to do all the work. But Jesus comes to turn this logic inside out through his signs, his wonders, and his teaching. As frustrated as my friends were by their circumstances, they are a family that has their priorities straight and trusts in God to provide for their needs. They realized that there was nothing that couldn't be replaced and that they would make do. For them, embracing the inconvenience of the situation was also a good lesson for their young son who's preparing to receive his first communion. Jesus, who is the true bread of life. Jesus, who answers our frequent petition in the Our Father, that he would give us this day our daily bread. A bread that we can't earn, a bread that it is his love given to us as a free gift. Jesus holds nothing back of himself, and his gift never grows stale or moldy, and requires no refrigeration or preservation. His gift is always fresh and ready for us to receive when we come to him. The more that we come to him to receive this free gift of himself that he offers, the more we're nourished in our souls and prepared for the wedding feast of the Lamb that never ends, this banquet which is promised to us who eat his flesh and drink his blood in this life. And so we set our eyes on him. We set our eyes on his love for us. We set our eyes on the bread of life not the bread that perishes, not the bread that fails to satisfy, not the bread that leaves us hungry even after we've had what would be our fill, but rather Jesus Christ, the bread of life, the bread that never perishes and that endures for eternal life and leads us to eternal life. As the risen Lord taught us, so we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that coming together in prayer today and recognizing your Son as the bread of life that satisfies, we may merit to receive the joy of the resurrection through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Before we conclude today, just a reminder, brothers and sisters, that today's the day you turn in your pictures of May crowning to us. And also just a reminder that we have a new night prayer for the month of May. And you can find it on our welcome page as in the past. In the meantime, do take good care of yourself and one another. And we'll see you tomorrow. Life's broken Shelter for the